You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast for the Bad Batch Season 2 episode retrieval. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen, and joining me this week, uh, they swapped. They swapped. We got no, we have no altitude in this Kyle Avery, but we do have back the illustrious Joe Hogan. We had a falling out, me and that Kyle, and now the little guy's got to hold it down this week without him. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's there's there's so much behind the scenes drama, you guys. You don't even know. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, you're back, Joe, and uh, just in time to talk about a real hard hitting, uh, complex <laughs> Dude, episode. I keep missing all of the episodes I want to talk about. I feel like there's two episodes Killer. this, this season Killer. that I missed, and it's um, yeah. Ugh. Here's the deal. This week's episode was a good episode, mm-hmm. another good episode mm-hmm. that is marred by the fact that last week was a phenomenal episode. Like mm-hmm. last week was one of the best episodes that Lucasfilm Animation has put out in any of their shows. Um, and so coming in this week, I was like, yeah, let's go. And then it was just like a very by the numbers Oliver twist in a mining facility yeah like there was gruel and everything um it just like it was fine i said like here's the thing we see what they're doing (laughs) it's very apparent what they're doing this is another uh gathering allies season Mm. um this is very similar to mando season two where every episode he's bouncing from one location to the next meeting new people so that by the end of the season, he could call them all together in order to rescue Grogu. Right. And this is, this is the same thing. Mm -hmm. I obviously Benny, right. I is gonna, is gonna come back at some point. He literally says at the end. Yeah. If you ever need a thief. Yeah. I owe you one. Well, at some point we will need a thief. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's it, it. It. I don't know. I think this will be a short episode. I don't have a ton to say about it. <laughs> yeah, like I kind of <laughs> actually just did. Like I kind of actually just yeah. did. I said, it's a it's Oliver Twist, right? He's a he's he's a a, a little thief, stole their ship. The Hondo connection was nothing. There was no Hondo connection, which is weird. Because obviously, Joe, you weren't here last week, but Kyle and I talked at length about the fact that this kid was like cosplaying as Hondo Onaka, right? Like he had the bucket helmet, he had the feathers coming out of the back of it that uh, looked like right, Hondo's okay. uh, uh, dreadlocks or whatever they whatever they are, whatever his like hairstyle is, his braids or whatever. He had the goggles. He had a red jacket. It was like a red and white jacket with sort of like shoulder pad pieces on it. Um, and then immediately this episode, he like takes it all off and he's just, he's just a kid. Um, a kid we've never met before. I, uh, but that we will see again, obviously. Um, and he works for, I, I don't even know how to like, so he's a, he's a, uh, Zygerian, right? That's the, that's the species. Um, the slavers from the clone wars arc is that what that dude was he looked like a lizard to me uh i'm pretty sure that he was meant to be meant to be a zygerian really um let me to yeah otherwise he was a new species but pull this guy um he did not look like a zygerian to me well you know what because they because they they gave him a different body type right um which which i always like i love it when that happens when you know we see a uh, a hefty Trandoshan instead of our regular yeah. Bosk. True. And then we got a 
we got to kind of roll with it and go like, oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I that's one of those things with with Star Wars, Star Trek, any like Lord of the Rings, whatever. And it's like everybody is just in these fantasy settings. They all just have default character model body. Um, but I like it when Clone Wars goes out of its, or sorry, Clone Wars, Bad Batch goes out of its way any of these shows go out of their way to go like here is an example of that species that doesn't look like the other ones Mm. that you've seen right um so i'm just i'm 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 going into wikipedia i'm gonna try and look it up yeah there's not much from this episode honestly like nobody really yeah wrote up uh uh synopsis yet this is this is the drawback to recording right away right yeah (laughs) no there's no resources or references yeah but um i don't know that was my read on him was was that it was that he was i hey maybe you're right but i i don't know why i i i feel like i would have picked up on that but i uh i did not um i don't know i guess it was just sort of like the coloring and then the fate and then the the uh the ears that uh, that made me feel that way, but um, plus those but anyways, guys are always in charge and yeah, I I thought that that would be fitting, people. right? Yeah, it, yeah, it that, it, that it that that this this um I I basically like slave driver. <laughs> yeah, and no, it makes I, sense. I usually like would shy away from a term like that because it's usually like it's used as like a, a um like a euphemism not even a euphemism yeah. but like you hyperbole know, like, yeah but it's like no 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 this guy is like he's he's you know literally a yeah. slave driver um so yeah i i it's like i don't know and we saw like they're sort of battle droids i guess he's got sort of battle droids that's what's keeping him right. in not in authority droid. yeah i but it was just like it was so uh dickensian <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. whole thing yeah the it whole really thing was. it really leaned into it yeah um which i which i mean like i think is good i think that's good in terms of like what what a show like bad batch is meant to be which is for a younger audience and you know we love it but it is a it is an animated star wars show uh for you know the 8 to 13 crowd uh and i think that when you keep that in mind which we all should when we're watching it that uh that yeah like there's some there's some really cool sort of literary references here that uh that for us might seem tired or played out but for a kid who hasn't really experienced much of that stuff is is a new a new way of looking at it right it's a new way in so if i were an english teacher i'd be like check out this episode of the bad batch (laughs) which is basically the same story um well, I remember uh, Dave Filoni had had told the story a few times that, you know, he would pitch an episode of Clone Wars to George and George would be like, no, 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 you're 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 thinking too much about this. Just think like Seven Samurai, but in Star Wars, like this is the perfect yeah. example of, oh, it's Oliver Twist, but in Star Wars. So yeah, it's almost exactly. like the perfect Clone Wars episode, because that's exactly. like kind of what Star Wars is, right? Like it's just an amalgamation of mythology and you know, stories that have been told before in, in like a new interesting way in a different setting with, you know, with these characters. So, yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that that comes from George having been a student of Joseph Campbell, right. And Joseph Mm -hmm. Campbell essentially asserting like, there's no new stories like myths and archetypes exist for a reason, not because uh, not because we make them, but because like they kind of exist already, right? Like these these stories already exist. We just, you know, we just have to kind of bring them into being, um, and uh, and and we do it whether we we know we are or not. It's this is one of those things about the about the hero's journey, the hero with a thousand faces, a story, a circle, whatever whatever way you want to frame it. Um, this is the way that it gets misused. This is the problem with the way it's used in the force awakens and the rise of Skywalker, it's used as a template to determine where your story beats are, which is not how that should be done. You should write your story and then your story should fit into some sort of a hero's journey. Um, If you've written a good story, it's in there. It's there already. You don't actually have to like, 
you know, I, I impose that on it, but it is a good way of like looking at your story and going, okay, what am I missing? Right? Like what's, what's not clicking in this story? Why isn't it clicking and look and comparing it across, you know, uh, mythology and archetypes and stuff like that is, is a really great way to get yourself back on track if you're writing, but so many people just use it as a crutch and, and that sort of extends itself out to then, you know, I like the, the, the hero's journey sort of takes on these different, um, these different incarnations that we know really well. And, and George was just a master of going like, this is the type of story that we want to tell. This is, this is what we're trying to get across. This is, the part of the story where our hero has to learn this. So let's put them into this setting into mm-hmm. this scenario. Right. And he would pull from things that he knew. I, I, I mean, like I always say this, people get mad about, um, Oh, this, this star Wars has too much of blank in it. Or, you know, like this isn't that th- this would happen a lot with like Mando. Right. It was like, Oh, this isn't star Wars. Um, and, it, and like, the thing is like, what is star Wars? Because star Wars isn't anything, something else will come out. Like when I remember when John Carter came out and everybody was like, this is just a star Wars ripoff. And it's like, Oh, sit down and let me tell you how you are so incredibly wrong. Um, I keep forgetting to watch that because I, that was another one that you had yeah, recommended yeah. and, um, forgetting that it's a thing. But I like, like was not aware that existed until you told. I was like, "What? Really? What is this?" So like, what is this? To trace it back, Star Wars exists, right? Star Wars exists because George Lucas wanted to make a Flash Gordon uh, movie, right? But he couldn't get the rights. Nobody would. Nobody would let him anywhere near the rights to make a Flash Gordon movie. But he wanted to make like a serious Flash Gordon. Um, but that in a way that was like a send up of, of the, the 1930s and forties, like, uh, well, I guess that flash Gordon's more like 1950s, uh, uh, serials, right. So would it be like kind of the first soft reboot kind of thing, or would it be a literal sequel just in a, like a darker tone? Like what? I think that he wanted to do, I think he wanted to do his take on it. Right. Okay. And and I think that's why nobody would let him do anything with it because he mm-hmm. wanted to change it. He wanted to make it a little bit more serious. Um, not it, and this is the thing I think in, in, what you see in Star Wars ends up being. It's not that it's serious. It's that it takes itself seriously, right? Sci-fi up until that point would have been one of two things. It would have been two thousand and one, or it would have been them. Right. Like, which yeah. is the, the movie about, you know, giant radioactive ants. <laughs> right. I like those were kind of those were kind of the two avenues that you had for sci fi. You had, you know, schlocky B movie horror sci fi. And then you had hard Isaac Asimov, uh, Stanley Kubrick sci fi. Right. Or it's like, oh, we're asking the deep questions about existence and blah, blah, blah. Um and George wanted to bring back like high fantasy adventure sci-fi, which was something that had been dead for a couple of decades. Right. Um, and he wanted to do flash Gordon and flash Gordon was itself basically a, a, a serial like uh, cuz serials were their own thing we don't really have them anymore right but um i like they were these stories told over a long period of time in short segments right and it was itself referencing a whole lot of john carter which is originally titled a princess of mars that's the first story and a princess of mars was released not as a book uh, which is really more of a novella than an actual like full novel, just because of the length of it. But it was originally released in chapters as part of a sci-fi magazine uh, I, when it was originally published. Like That's how that story was originally um, released. It was very obviously you can see the through line here of like it's already broken into episodes. It's already broken into chapters and then Flash Gordon comes along, does the same thing and then 
George Lucas comes along and does Star Wars and, and you know, eventually Empire and, and, you know, goes back and puts an episode number in front of A New Hope, right? And gives it a subtitle and all that. And that's because it was always there, like, from the beginning. It just wasn't part of it until it needed to be part of it. So, like, you see all of that stuff. And that's where I always go. It's like Star Wars was never its own thing. It has never been its own thing. And people will, like, you know, rag on fan fiction or whatever and be like, this isn't real Star Wars. And it's like Star Wars isn't real Star Wars, you guys. It's Flash Gordon fan fiction. Like, it all, it has been since day one. <laughs> that's all it is. It's just George Lucas going, but what if I wrote my own Flash Gordon movie? And then, and then when he went to make his movie, he was like, I'm just going to borrow from all of these other great films. I'm going to borrow from Kurosawa. I'm going to borrow from, you know, um, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, right? Like, I'm going to borrow from everything that I've ever seen that works in order to make this silly science fiction fantasy film a reality. And so when an episode comes along like this, that is just, like you said, it's literally just oliver twist but in star wars it's like yeah no that's exactly what it's supposed to be and the reason why is because it it works it it translates and like classics are classics for a reason right like archetypes are archetypes for a reason tropes exist for a reason so it's really easy to just sort of grab that story and go okay we're on a mining planet the we've got these kids uh, this kid steals the Marauder and now we got to go back in and, you know, like it, it presents a really great opportunity because they're kids for, for Omega to infiltrate the base and uh, like her being able to infiltrate then can lead to him betraying her. And, you know, like we learn a lesson and all that sort of thing. And he ends up, um, I don't know, like, like, I, the, it's funny because it's just like it's one of those things where it's like he betrays them for his own gain because he has to he's surviving right like like we don't blame the kid it's not he's not a bad guy he's just stuck in a bad situation right. and trying to survive but then he finds i don't even remember like i, I i'm like i kind of missed it i how he discovers that the the stuff that Mako has been saying is all BS, right? Like so they, the Ipsium's not degrading, whatever. He's he's They were waiting to get whatever like uh not tractor beam, but it was some kind of like whatever was preventing the ship from taking off. They were waiting oh. to get some kind of like clearance code or something that yeah. uh, she was doing tech stuff with tech's little, you know, Game Boy Advance. uh, that was running whatever diagnostic it was running and then in the meanwhile she's like no it's not ready yet but this is some nonsense check this out like i thought you said that the ipsian was was uh was it corrosive yeah it was degrading it was degrading And there you'll you'll have just heard a, 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 a Star Wars sound effect and a hard cut because uh, we're having technical difficulties this evening. And I, I, it's almost like I, I was just saying to you, it's almost like this episode does not want to be recorded. Um, <laughs> we're trying. Well, luckily, there's not much to say yeah, about it, right? We are we <laughs> are trying really hard to to discuss this episode, but. <laughs> The episode does not wish to be discussed. I, I, but uh, yeah. Um, Yeah. I I don't know. I, 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 let's go, let's go back to the beginning of the episode because there is a moment that I wanted to discuss that I thought was really great. That was some good continuity from last week, which is when uh, they're all like uh, uh, wreckers grumbling about being hungry. And they're like, well, we can't track the Marauder because they turned off the transponder blah 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 whatever and then i and then uh omega's like well we could just track track gonky and and i love this that like tech is like no we can't because the transponder's turned off and he's and she's like yeah but like we could just actually track gonky and he's like oh oh yeah i guess that i guess that does work (laughs) she's and 
it's just like this moment of uh, he's like genuinely impressed by her. And it's one of those things of like, well, why didn't why didn't tech think about it? But it's almost like I think it's meant to be one of those things of like. This is so simple that, you know, like he's he's thinking like like, you know, uh, 10th level intellect trying to right. figure out how he's going to like, you know, triangulate the, the thing and, you know, track it from a satellite in space and. And she's like, can't we just track Gonky? <laughs> can't we just like, uh, and so, and she, and she does it. Like she's the one who does it. Tech doesn't even do it. Um, which I thought was really cool. Cause it was a little bit of like, uh, uh, he was very, he was very enthusiastic about her. Although he's always been kind of enthusiastic about every time she presents a good solution. He's always like, Oh yeah, no, that's good. He- he called her. He, he he said, "Oh, that's an ingenious idea." I'm like, "Oh, tech, yeah, way, yeah. To, way to be encouraging, buddy." But I lo- that was actually a point of contention for me last week. I was like, "What?" Last week, I was saying, "Why the hell doesn't anyone care that Gonky is gone with the ship?" <laughs> I was pissed about that because yeah. everyone was like, "Oh, we lost the ship. Whatever, it's no big deal." And Omega was upset. Oh, that's our home. But like, I was like. And Gonky, and nobody mentioned Gonky. I'm yeah. like, okay, screw Gonky, I guess. I, uh, I I think what happened last week was that it, within the context of the story, like the narrative in reality, in like in universe, they um they had bigger fish to fry, both with the sure. the turmoil going on within the team, and then the fact that they were stranded, right? Mm-hmm. But then I I also think that like from a storytelling perspective if you know that that's going to be one of the focuses of this week's episode, then it's okay. Sure. Right. And you got to wait. Yeah. yeah you it's gotta, it's you fine. Gotta let it rest. We're going to address it. We're going to, we're going to obviously gonky being on the ship is an important part of the ship being on. But yeah, there is the moment of him being like, it's just a ship. We can replace it. And nobody says anything about gonky. So you're yeah. right. But, um, but yeah. And, and then they do have, they make up for it because they do have a great moment where, I, uh, uh, Benny is like, what do you like? Why are you here? It's just a droid. It's just a piece of junk. And, mm. uh, and they're like, it's, I mean, Omega primarily, but even Wrecker as well is like, is like, no, but Omega is like, not to, not to us. Like he's family. I, uh, uh, and as we all know, nothing's more important than family because <laughs> that's, what they say in the fast and furious movies. So I was just going to say, all right, Vin Diesel, yeah. take it easy. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I just, I really liked that moment between the two of them. Cause it was continuity from their development, their character development last week. And uh, that, that relationship evolving between uh, tech and Omega. Um, so I, I don't know. I thought that was really great. Also uh, yet another episode where Hunter absolutely takes a backseat to everybody else, which is nice because <laughs> he was just, I think like too prominent in season one. Like every story was a Hunter story um, mm. unless it was an Omega story or a crosshair story. And so it's just been nice this season for him to sort of just like hang back as the, the, the lead of the show in a way um, and let the rest of the ensemble uh, take center stage a little bit more. Uh, although he does have an absolutely great moment along with Omega, the two of them being completely in sync at the end of the episode. Oh yeah. That was awesome. He, sh- he shoots the thing up. I mean, like she sees that he's getting the grapple ready <laughs> and she's like, Oh, okay, cool. And so she just like throws herself in the droid off the, yeah. the ledge of this thing. And Lewick with total utter faith, ah, Hunter's got me which I just thought was such a great, yeah, such a, such a, a, a great moment for Omega as a character of like, she's really coming into her own as a, as a member of the bad batch. Like this is not, uh, it's no longer an escort mission, <laughs> right? And, she, and I'll raise you one on that. Yeah. That goes two ways because earlier on in the episode, when uh, Benny was saying, uh, I'll take her you know she kind of looks at hunter and hunter's like all right yeah you you got this you yeah. know what you're doing you stay out of trouble don't you know keep your head down kind of thing and i like that 
it, it went from, no, it's too dangerous. You can't do that. No, someone's got to go with even the last episode. No, you can't stay here by yourself. You got to, uh, Wrecker's going to stay with you. Yeah. Um, and then even last week, it kind of changed a little bit because uh, Tech was immediately trusting her. No, I know you're capable of, of you know, mining the Ipsium. And like, really just even in the span of these two episodes, we already see them trusting her more to kind of do her own thing. So I really like that this dynamic is just everybody's in sync now. Everybody trusts everybody. And it, it's it's cool. It's it's cool to see. I like I like seeing the, uh, for lack of a better word, metamorphosis, which is, I think, the title of next episode. Right. Am I remembering that correctly? I think the next one is metamorphosis. I think I it, it's definitely one of the upcoming episodes. Uh, yeah, okay. it is next week. His metamorphosis. <laughs> Yeah. So how how pissed do we think Sid is going to be that they got off world by themselves? Does she show up in two days, three days, or send whatever help, and they're not going to be there? Do we think that's going to have any? Uh, no, I don't think so. Kind of, that like so. So do you think that the relationship is going to be strained at all because of what happened with this mission? Not because you know they have the Ipsium and everything, which is great, but um. You know, she kind of was leaving them out to dry a little bit. Like, they didn't have any rations, and, like, we really need help. And it was like, you know, she wasn't super uh, quick to return the favor that they've always kind of done for her. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I mean, like, I, I, I think that they were, they were, oh, man, what was the character's name? The uh, Ernie Hudson's character, right? Like, I think he... That's all you need to say, Ernie Hudson. Yeah, he gave, <laughs> he gave them the heads up. And, I, and yeah. I don't think that that would have been established had there not been a reason why, like, that that's... And, and you know what? I mean, like, the title Metamorphosis, that mm-hmm. it may be referring to Sid. That might be... That might be what, what we're going to see in the next episode is... Um, is a storyline in which like they go back and they're like, Hey, uh, what the hell? <laughs> um, and I think, I think that she will play it off. I can almost write the dialogue myself of her just being like, <laughs> listen, I knew you guys were going to be fine. You, you've gotten yeah, out of tougher scrapes than baby. that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, come on. Yeah. Like, like if you, if you really needed it, you know, that sort of thing. But, but, uh, like she'll play it off. Like it's not a big deal. Um, but that maybe there's a, maybe there is a metamorphosis, a transformation coming with that character. Um, which I mean, like, as, as I have said previously, ultimately I think leads to, uh, a sacrifice, uh, mm. from Sid, um, which is going to be the thing that propels them into the fight, into the bigger fight. And there's, there's the, the, the moments at the end of the episode where, Omega's talking to tech and she's like this, like what we've been, we're, we're so focused on the empire being the bad guys sort of that, like everywhere we go there, like there's all of this sort of thing happening everywhere too. And then tech has the great moment of like, yes, that's true. But then there are also, lots of us out there as well sort of thing right there are mm-hmm. also lots of heroes doing good things which is step one towards a rebel alliance right like that's right. Yeah. that acknowledgement from tech of like well listen yes you're right but we're not the only ones out there doing good we know that that rex and echo are out there we know that you know the uh, uh, bail organa is out there we know that there are people doing good stuff and fighting the fight but it's a matter of organizing right so i which like that'll sort of i think be the step two which i think will come in the form of the of the the clones organizing and and uh coming together which is why like we've got the episode tipping point right um which is where i think i think tipping point will be I don't if it, it it'll depend is tipping point referring to the clones or is it referring specifically to bad batch if it's referring specifically to bad batch I think it'll be the episode where Sid dies but it might be referencing 
the clones in general. I I think that Rex and 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 Echo are out there. I think that they've hooked up with Cody. I think that there's like I think the next time that we see them that Gregor and Wolf will be with them and we'll have like like the all-stars, right? The 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 clone all-stars. I uh, with their squad and it's like okay, they're they're out there recruiting and they've been so what happened to Gregor again? I don't remember how they split ways. I don't remember what where he went. We currently we currently have no idea how Gregor gets from the last time that we saw him to But that's what I'm saying. What yeah. what was what was the last time we saw him? What So the last he, the, the last time we saw him he he presumably died. Right? That's why seeing seeing Gregor in Rebels what? was a surprise. Yeah, cuz he he sacrifices himself in order to to um to let Mieber, Gascon, and the droids get away. No, dude. The last time we saw him was last season of Bad Batch. They rescued him from that mountain. Oh, base. yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Okay, so you definitely don't remember what the hell happened to him. Because, like, I'm trying to remember what happened to him from that point when they rescued him to, like, what was the last time we saw him? I can't remember. Did they drop him off somewhere? Because I don't, I don't remember them ever parting ways. He was just, like... I, I don't remember if there was a scene where he met up with Rex oh my or God. just See, left. Because like or... all I can all all I remember from that I don't remember Gregor. I remember Scorch showing up, right? Right, and didn't say anything. Yeah, he was there. But well, they rescued. Yeah, they rescued Gregor from that. Yeah, from that facility. No, yeah. Now that you're saying that, it's like it's coming back. But I don't remember. I don't remember what happened. Um, is that? Is that like the fact, end of the season or like the the very end or is that towards the Well, end? I think that I I think that was the third to last episode, right? Because then they ended up on Camino. That's War Mantle. In yeah. the next yeah, they ended up on Camino in the in the second to last episode and then the last episode. Well, let's go to let's let's go to the Wikipedia. Let me go. Let me go. I'm afraid to do anything right now because I don't want my internet to uh, <laughs> yeah, no, fart on me again. It's okay. I got so it. So I'm just I I'm going to let you handle this. I got it. It's under control. If I look. I'd be a lot faster if Wikipedia didn't. Every time that I try and open a page, it's like here are thirteen ads for different things. Um, let me just let me just use your website, please. Oh my god, it's like it's this website is almost unusable at this point. It's insane <laughs> how many ads there are on here. But that's the internet. That's how it has to work. But it is crazy trying to navigate here. Uh, war mantle, war mantle, war mantle. Oh my god! I was like about to click, and then an ad bumped the whole page down. It's ridiculous. Uh, what happens? What happens to Gregor? Uh, at Tipo, no. So that's Tipoca City. There's sort of there's two stories going on, right? Um, because they're 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 going back and forth. Yeah, Andaro. Let's see. The clone Gregor reaches the edge of a cliff and is forced to head in a different direction. In a clearing, he is cornered by two massives. Stunned. Okay, that's this is like the beginning of the episode. That's yeah, that's the beginning. Yeah. Into the base, prison break, change of plans. Yeah, because that was like that was before they even showed up, right? Um, let's see. So Rex contacts the bad. This is in this. This is under continuity. When Rex contacts the bad batch and transmits Gregor's signal to them by hitting a button on his van brace, one of the controls is depicted. Oh, that's who cares? I don't care about that. Uh, back on Daro. No, at Tapoka City. No. Meanwhile, I don't know. It might just. They might just like leave. The Marauder flees into hyperspace. And presumably, I, I don't is remember him. Them, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, he's not there. I don't remember him, like, jumping ship anywhere. Yeah. Okay. So in the next episode, what happens? In the next episode, the next episode, return to Camino. Let's see if it says anything at the beginning of this. Um. 
Oh my god, please just let me look at your website, please. I know, this is uh, I'm on my phone now, separately. Yeah. I... I... Wrecker reports that he left Gregor with Sidarin Scaleback, but that she wasn't too happy with it. Sidarin Scaleback okay. is Sid. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay, so there's just a throwaway line that, that they drop him off. So, so yeah, so Gregor is out there somewhere. Um, I completely forgot that, that that's how that episode opens, but it, yeah. it, uh, he like yeah, sort right. of, yeah. Yeah, Rex Rex sent them to get him. Yeah. yeah. Um So yeah, I but in any case, all of that came up because I was saying that I think that they'll uh they'll show up as like the whole squad um with uh with their plan to liberate the clones from Darrow from uh from Mount Tantis, mm. right? Uh so yeah, I mean, like I think that's where we're going. I, I don't, but I, maybe that'll be tipping point. Maybe. Oh, cool. Right? Like I don't know. Like I said, you guys know I haven't seen the episodes. I I, I don't know how you exercise that kind of self control. I would have <laughs> that all in a day. Yeah, you know. It, but here's the thing: we I just watched this episode retrieval this morning, and I'm like, what happened in it? Um. I'd have to watch them again. Like I just, like I would just literally have to watch them again the same day that we record. So I may as well just wait and watch them with everybody yeah. else. No, that makes sense. It's not that hard. Look, listen, if I, if, if I get an email in the next week or whatever, and they're like, here's all of Mando season three, except for, then I'm going to watch all of that. I, <laughs> I, it's substantially less episodes, but also like the spoilers will be rife. They won't do that oh, though. Yeah, they won't. They won't. They won't give us uh, yeah. early access. Maybe we'll get the first episode a couple days early or something. I don't know. I haven't been invited to anything for Mando. Yeah, so. but isn't that like a week from now? Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're right. So I'm not going to get to. I uh, and I haven't heard anything from anybody else uh, getting access. But we don't usually. I mean, like Mando is one that like. Um, I don't think I've ever gotten early access for Mando. Hmm. No, no, I've gotten, I got bad batch season one. I got Willow. I obviously got all of bad batch season two, but yeah. Um, and did, had I gotten stuff with clone wars? I think maybe with the last season of clone wars, I, I got some early access to like the season premiere or something like that, but uh, okay, cool. uh, which is basically bad, bad. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I don't remember, but it's because that's not that's a long time ago now. That's like three years ago. So, um, but yeah, I, uh, I, man, yeah, Mando's like a week away. What are we, oh my goodness? What are we gonna do? I, uh, <laughs> anyway, eat well is what we're gonna. Yeah, do. we're gonna eat well. I but then we're gonna record all the time. I, oh God! <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be rough, but that's okay. We'll figure it out. Um, I don't know. Any you got anything left to say about this episode? No, no, me either. <laughs> I think I pretty much all the all the moments I really liked. I feel like we touched on. Yeah, uh, it's a good. It is a it, like it's a really good solid episode. It's just like yeah. very by the numbers right like it just kind of like i don't know i here's the thing i didn't yuri lowenthal plays benny and i love yuri lowenthal uh he's a great yeah, spider-man he, he was awesome as uh young superman in uh in legion of superheroes um which is one of my favorite superman shows uh, uh so underrated like so few people have watched uh, uh, Superman in the Legion of Superheroes. They couldn't call him Superboy at the time, even though it was supposed to be Superboy in the Legion of Superheroes, because there was a legal dispute going on at the time mm. over the over the rights to the character Superboy. So they had to call it Superman, even though he was a he was a a teenager. Um, and Yuri Lone thought like that's where I first clocked his name as a voice actor. I was like, oh, he's great. Oh, cool. And uh, and he's obviously he's he's a he's a wonderful talented voice actor this character i just never connected with mm. there wasn't anything unique or interesting about him 
in my opinion. Like he was, he was a very by the book, like by the numbers style. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Oliver Twist character, right? Like that's, yeah, it, it was just sure. like, I don't know. He's a little, he's a little thief with a heart of gold. He'll do the right thing in the end, but you know, it, it was just, it was, it predictable stories aren't bad. I don't think like people, we often use that as like, a, oh, it was so predictable. And it's like, well, if it's a, if it's a, you know, like a myth or, or, uh, you know, like based in like fairy tale or, you know, like any of those types of archetypes, then yeah, it's going to be, you know, stories are going to be predictable, but, um, but, but this one was a little bit, it's just, it's not so much that it was predictable as much as it is just that it was like, uh, it's just kind of there. It just kind of was. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the way I look at it is, well, they had to, they had to get the ship back. Yeah. So they got the ship back and could have been an opening crawl if this were setting up for the next Star Wars movie, but like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We, we saw it. And, and if they didn't do this, people would be mad that they didn't show how they got the ship back. <laughs> so yeah, it is what it is. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, de- a decent episode, not necessarily one that I'll like want to go back on a rewatch and, and, and uh, dig back into. And, you know, that's kind of, I mean, like, that's the other reason why I'm not watching through all of these. Cause I know that there will be episodes that I just don't really care to rewatch. Um, mm. uh, which, which like, to be honest with bad batches, most of them, I, I, and that's not like a, that's not a dig on, on it as a show. It's just like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's nice to have shows that you can watch and go, I really enjoyed that. And then just not really worry about it that much afterwards. Mm. Just move on. Um, I don't know, man. Last season, I feel, I feel like I could rewatch most of last season. This season feels a little rough for rewatch territory for me. Few great ones, but like, yeah, I I feel like I am not eager to go back and rewatch the whole series just because I feel like this. This season would be a little tough to get through, yeah. but yeah, last season I loved. I, I really the uh, what the underground bug, yeah, bat thing, yeah, pitch black, yeah, episode. I could live without, but anything else last season, I feel like I'd I'd be into. Yeah, you'd go back and watch the Rancor episode again. Yeah, I like that episode. Yeah. I like the color in that. I it, it's like I I liked all of the episodes last season. I like all of the episodes this season. It's just that like I don't know. I you know you know what it is more than anything is like I just like I I have such limited time to mm. to watch anything like it's yeah you you got to pick your battles. It's though. Wednesday as of recording this, and I just watched this week's episode of The Last of Us, and like. Oh, whoa. And like, I'm way into that show. Like I've been a last of us fan since before it existed because I'm an uncharted fan. So like, <laughs> like that, that stuff is right up my alley and I'm loving the show, but it took me that long this week, not by virtue of like, Oh, I got to get around to that. But just of like, I don't have time. I just literally don't have time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, part of that was that I decided to watch Creed one on Monday night oh, okay. because well, because Creed three is coming out, and so I gotta. Again, my time is limited, and I want to go see Creed three with Crystal, so I have to find time with her to watch a full movie. Thankfully, Creed is only ninety two minutes, so it was like, oh, cool, <laughs> we can start this at ten o'clock and still be good to go to bed on time. Like <laughs> that's that's great. That doesn't usually happen. Uh, nice mm. tight 90, 92 minutes. But, uh, but yeah, so I had to watch that. And then what happened? I don't know what happened last night. It just got away from Creed me. 2. Yeah, Creed 2. <laughs> no, we'll watch Creed 2 this weekend. But, um, okay, cool. But yeah, it was, uh, uh, yeah, it just, it just took a while. I mean, it was the holiday Monday, right? So, uh, was it a holiday for you guys too? Yes. President's Day, right? I mean, I freelance, so nothing's a holiday yeah, yeah, for me, yeah. but I know, I know most people were off on Monday. Yeah, so I uh, it was a it was a bit of a wonky weekend, so so my my mm. viewing schedule got all messed up. Usually, I watch The Last of Us on Monday at lunchtime, like when everybody else is gone, and I'm 
home by myself working from home and I'll take my lunch and, uh, and watch the last of us. But yeah, so it's just been, it's like just been a, a, a wonky week <clears throat> and like every week is just, it's tough to find time to watch this or that, you know, I, I, so going back and rewatching 22 minute episodes of the bad batch, not high in my priority list. It's just not like <laughs> I, cause there are many things that I have yet to watch that I need to watch. So, mm. you know, uh, and now we're going to have Mando and bad batch at the same time, occupying, oh, occupying yeah. the same space uh, on Wednesdays, which is just such a, it's such a slap in the face to Bad Batch to me. Like that is sort of the biggest thing. Is like just uh, if Wednesday nights your night, that's fine, that's cool. Move Bad Batch to Fridays. <laughs> like yeah, we're fine with that. Yeah. But just don't put them on at the same night. Um, but whatever. The thing with that is that Mando will be a stay up until midnight and watch it because I don't want anybody ruining it for me when I wake up mm. at seven in the morning and open Twitter, which they will. Um, which they, which people did this week with the last of us, just like, just straight up, like here are scenes from this week's episode. And it's like, it's 7am actually even Sunday night, I was getting annoyed by it where I was like, what are you guys doing? It literally just aired. (laughs) Like you're, you're all jerks. Everybody who does that is a jerk. And uh, it was frustrating because it was some people that like I really like, admire, and trust. And they were posting spoilers from The Last of Us. Not that it was a very spoiler-heavy episode, but still, it's like, Dude, the, give it a the, day the, at the... least. Give it two days, you know? Give it a week. So yeah. I, I normally stay up until three to watch Mando. And sometimes Bad Batch. But lately, I haven't been doing it for Bad Batch just because yeah. I'm on like, human being hours. But I will be doing it for Mando. And man, I, I remember... That season two finale, when Luke shows up, I was on cloud nine. I'm free. It's three. Well, at that point, it's like three forty, three fifty a.m. And I'm like stifling screams to not like wake my neighbors or anything and freaking out. And as soon as I closed the tab and opened Facebook, I saw about five people posting either screenshots or screaming like in caps lock luke oh my god i can't believe it and i'm like are you serious yeah like it, it, seconds ago you had to have seen this and you're you're ruining this for people who did not stay up until 4 a.m to watch this episode yeah yeah it's crazy to me people are it's crazy that no one has self-control people are terrible people are terrible humans are just the worst i uh, but yeah uh, uh, maybe we should just record our Mando <laughs> episodes like literally like we finish the episode and you and I just record for 20 minutes and that's it. That's... I'll be up, man. I'm cool with it. I'll be, I will be awake because I will be doing that for every episode. Yeah, so it's, I'm, I'm we, fine we don't end up going to sleep for another two hours anyways, right? So, yeah. Anyways. Especially if it's good. I'll be my adrenaline will be yeah. up and I will. I won't want to go to sleep. I'll want to talk to whoever's awake at that hour. So I've got faith. I've got faith. I think it's going to be good. But uh, anyways, that's it. That's it for this episode. I, I thank you guys for listening. We almost made it an hour. I don't know. We'll see after I have to do all the, this cutting and splicing of this one. But um, I, I, yeah, that's it. That's it for this one. I, I think, I think this will sort of, my expectation is that this week or next week, will be like the last sort of um, step along the way. And then we're going to start to build up towards what the finale is going to be. That would be Mm. my guess. I, I, so, so yeah, but, but again, it is like this season is a gathering ally season. So it's, it's going to do this where, you know, it's going to, it's, we're going to bounce from place to place and story to story. And it's going to feel throughout the season this is what happened with mando season two people were like i don't get it like it's not like why isn't he just doing the thing that he's supposed to do he keeps going to these other places and getting stuck and well and it was like well that's the story guys and then at the end of the season it made sense because it was like i need everybody's help and they all came together and helped him so um i think it'll be the same with this one but i uh but we'll see we'll see see how it goes next week and the week after that and the week after that 
we've only got a few. I got like about a month left, right? Um, to the end of the season. Yeah, because uh, that because the final episode is a is a double, right? So, yeah, it's the yeah it's the end of March. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. So we've got we have, yeah we got four weeks left. We got the outpost. No, we have five weeks left. We have metamorphosis, the outpost, Pabu, tipping point, and then the summit and plan ninety nine. So, hmm. uh, I guess I guess we still have a, quite a bit left. I uh, I but that's fine. I uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna soldier through. Uh, and uh, bring you these wonderful in-depth recaps. Listen, if you're looking for like, um, uh, if you're looking for like all of the Easter eggs and like a, a a minute by minute, blow by blow breakdown of it, I would recommend Star Wars Explained because uh, they are really good at that sort of thing over on that channel on on YouTube. Um, I and I, I quite admire the work that they do over there. I I don't have the time or the uh, uh, attention span to do that kind of work. So I always appreciate being able to watch a three minute video where it's like, here's what that thing that happened in this episode was about. Um, And if you want in-depth analysis on like uh, myth and symbolism and all of that sort of thing, then go listen to what the force, if you want to hear a couple of schmucks, I just be like, I don't know. I think I like the episode it was pretty good. Then that's what you're here for. I uh, you just want to you just want to hear me say that and then give wild theories about what's going to happen in the rest of the season. That's what Rebel Cells is here for. Um, and that's it. And this episode did not really give us anything in that sort of uh, 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 terms, right? Like there's not there's not a lot to speculate off of this one. It's not like a it's not like a, a a crosshair centric episode where we can be like, Hmm, what does all this mean? Where is this going? But, uh, it's very obvious with this one. We will see Benny again. We'll probably see a couple of the, his other little, uh, uh, minor, uh, minors. You get it. They're minor minors. Uh, I, and, uh, they'll show up and they'll help in some way at some point later on in the season. Uh, or maybe next year, maybe next season, or I mean next year, maybe next season is three years away. Who knows? Um, but that's it for this one. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll be back next week for the episode Metamorphosis. Looks like Bad Batch is blasting off again. Follow Rebel Cells on Twitter and Instagram at Rebel Cells and on Facebook at Rebel Cells Podcast. You can support the podcast in three ways. First, by going to the podcast service of your choice, leaving a rating and review to help others find the show. Second, by heading to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com thunderquack and kicking in with your monthly pledge of support to get cool rewards like exclusive podcasts and more.